til at se en podcast. I'm Naima Kalachand, and I'm the clinical editor. Today, I'll be speaking to Philip Crilly, who is a relief pharmacist and senior lecturer at Kingston University. In the first of a series of two short podcasts, we'll be discussing the differential diagnosis of cold and flu and COVID-19. This podcast has been developed in conjunction with Day and Night Nurse. I started off by asking Philip if he could discuss the typical cold and flu cycle and what these usually look like. Well, I suppose the key thing about cold and flu is that they do sort of interlink a little bit. So most people usually associate the cold and flu with the winter months. But, you know, people can experience a cold at any time of the year, really. And, you know, adults usually experience about two to three colds a year. Children can experience many more colds during the course of the year as well. Whereas flu season is generally deemed to be sort of November, December to March, really. Depending on the year, it can go from sort of October to May in an unusual year. But I suppose a key differentiator in terms of timing is that, you know, the cold is more likely to happen at different points throughout the year, whereas the flu season is particularly around the sort of autumn to winter months, really. And I guess when you think about a cold and a flu and you try to sort of think about what the differences are between them, I think the key thing is that if a patient comes into the pharmacy, it's more likely that they have got a cold rather than a flu because a flu usually floors the person. So usually they're absolutely tired. They've got a fever. They feel very run down. They're probably in bed. So the fact that somebody is able to come out and into the pharmacy would imply that it's probably more likely to be a cold than a flu. With a cold, you've got those symptoms. You know, you've got a runny nose. You've got a bit of a cough. You might have a little bit of a fever. But normally you're able to go about your day-to-day life. Whereas with a flu you really do probably need to rest, take it easy, not leave the house for a few days. We're heading into those winter months that you were talking about. What impact will this have on COVID-19? I think there's a lot of fear out there among the public, but also sort of healthcare professionals, because we obviously know that the symptoms of COVID sort of cross a little bit with the symptoms of cold and flu. So public may not know how to differentiate between the three. And also then the pharmacy teams and the pharmacy healthcare assistants and everyone who works in the pharmacy may be worried that people who have potentially got COVID are going to be coming into the pharmacy. So I think as we head towards it, it's more important than ever that sort of the pharmacy teams really think about how they're going to maybe welcome customers to their stores. They're also going to need to think about what services they offer in terms of maybe cold and flu prevention and maybe making people aware about what the key differentiators are between cold flu and COVID so that maybe the patients are aware about you know when they maybe should have a phone call with the pharmacy team rather than come into the pharmacy in person. Yeah and could you tell me a bit more then about the symptoms of COVID-19? I'm sure we're all aware of the main symptoms by now but it's good just to go over those again. Yeah, I suppose the key differentiator for COVID versus cold and flu is the changes in taste. So very often you hear people saying that who have had COVID is that they were unable to smell or they were unable to taste. And that would be less common in things like cold and flu. What you might though get with cold and flu is you do get a temperature occasionally, you do also get a cough. But really what the government and the NHS guidelines are in relation to the COVID symptoms are that the cough is sort of a continuous cough. It's where somebody's coughing continuously for you know over an hour at a time. Maybe they're coughing multiple times over the course of the day. So I think one of the key things that people need to think about is, okay, what type of cough do I have? Is it a continuous cough? 
Have I lost my sense of taste? Have I lost my sense of smell? Those are the things that maybe would indicate that it was more COVID. Similarly, though, flu can exhibit some of those similar symptoms, but generally with flu, those symptoms come on very quickly. So the onset of flu is very acute, very sudden, whereas the onset of COVID, as we know, I mean, the incubation period can be anywhere between sort of two and 14 days. And that would be quite similar to a cold, actually. A cold can take a little bit longer to develop, but a flu will come on very suddenly. Somebody will experience like a sudden fever. You know, we're talking about temperatures over 38 degrees Celsius. You know, with flu, people will probably be in bed. They'll be exhausted, may even have a headache, cough. So they won't be able to maybe go about their day to day lives, really. What advice can pharmacists give patients on preventing the spread of cold and flu? What's quite positive about all the messages in relation to COVID is about prevention is the key, really. And all of those preventative things we're doing in terms of preventing COVID also are important when it comes to preventing cold and flu. So all that regular hand washing, whenever you're washing your hands, you know, do it with sort of like warm, soapy water and sing the happy birthday song. I think it's two verses of happy birthday you have to sing. And that would be the length of time that they would recommend that you wash your hands for. But, you know, general hygiene, making sure that you're trying not to touch your face, because obviously if you touch your nose and then touch your mouth, that's a, a sort of a key way for bacteria and viruses to get into the body and, and to cause their problem. If possible, try and wash your hands with warm, soapy water. You know, you might not always be near a sink. You might not always be near somewhere where you can easily wash your hands. So that's why, you know, you'll see an abundance now of these alcohol hand washes. As opposed to the fact that they're an alcohol hand wash means that they dry immediately on application, which means that you don't have to think about how you're going to dry your hands after washing. I think also... Pharmacists are there to help people maybe prevent against the symptoms, but also treat the symptoms that they face. And I think just in general, sort of non-pharmacological advice, So, in terms of maybe people who don't want to take medication, we would always say things like, think about steam inhalation. So think about getting a bowl of boiling hot water. You could even put a spoonful of like Vicks VapoRub or something in there and just sort of help to unblock your sinuses and make it easier to breathe. But also think about drinking plenty of water, getting plenty of rest and also drinking sort of honey and lemon drinks. So no active ingredients necessarily, but just sort of soothing relief to alleviate some of those symptoms while a person is living with them. And ultimately, these things, viruses and bacteria will usually resolve by themselves without any treatment. And for the vast majority of the public, it will just be a case of managing those symptoms until they improve. But obviously, you know, if you have red flag symptoms, then those are the things that will need to be seen by a GP or a doctor. And finally, Philip, I just wanted to ask why, particularly during this cold and flu season, should we be encouraging patients to get the flu vaccination? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, now more than ever, it's, it's absolutely essential that particularly the elderly, particularly the vulnerable, have the flu vaccine. There's been evidence to suggest that if somebody were to get the flu and COVID at the same time, that it could double their risk of death. So more than ever, it's absolutely essential that the pharmacy profession is massively pushing the flu vaccine. You know, for many people, many members of the public, the flu vaccine is available for free in the pharmacy. But obviously for those people maybe who aren't entitled to a free vaccine, they can get it, you know, a reasonably small fee. I think, you know, some pharmacies are charging maybe £12 for the flu vaccine. But obviously, you know, this year, there's probably a huge demand with people sort of thinking that this is the year they need to get the flu vaccine that you know pharmacy teams really need to think about how they manage their supply of those two but I think to try and see if the NHS 
particularly at this season where things could really get out of control, if we can just manage flu, the flu is the one thing that is within our control because the vaccine exists. You know, we already hear people are talking about when will this vaccine for COVID arrive? And the key thing here is that we actually do have a vaccine for flu, so we should be using it. And we, particularly those people who are vulnerable should use it. And hopefully now maybe people will realise the importance of vaccines and the importance of being vaccinated to prevent against serious illness. That was Philip Crilly, Relief Pharmacist and Senior Lecturer at Kingston University. In this podcast, we discuss the differential diagnosis of cold and flu and COVID-19. Philip discussed the different symptoms and how we can also advise patients on preventing the spread of both cold and flu and COVID-19. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to CND Podcasts on your preferred app or via SoundCloud. Thank you for listening. Thank you.